What's up, everybody? What's going on? Thank you for downloading this episode of the Taz Show. Very much appreciated. Uh, welcome, 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 everybody. Hope everybody's good. Um, you're downloading this either at radio.com or on the radio.com app, maybe at tazshow.com, wherever you're doing it, Apple Podcasts, another spot you could be doing it. It's very much appreciated. You guys know that. So, hope everybody's good. Hope everybody's uh, rocking and rolling, as I like to say at times. Rocking and rolling. Yes. So, uh, interesting here. I'm going to get into uh, some chatter uh, about the the big news that everybody's talking about over the weekend, uh, UFC 229, and where we saw uh, Khabib and McGregor uh, basically uh, have at it, and the mayhem at the end of it. I'm going to give you my, I'm gonna give you my take on this whole deal. Um, you know, uh, I'll, I'll get into some details about what I just my observations, uh, especially into the finish, into the rear naked choke by Khabib, who was victorious to remain undefeated against McGregor. So I will get into that um, for sure. So because it definitely blew up social media, it uh, blew everything up. It just was just uh, yeah, huge. <laughs> and I, you know, I got to say, I've been kind of from. A little bit of the elk feeling like McGregor and the whole, you know, a dog and pony show of the guy and his gimmick and and all the controversy and all the stuff and uh, you know he, he's got lawsuits against him. He's got this. What he did here in New York and he threw the, the thing at the bus and then there's civil lawsuits. But then he had to go to anger management and it's uh, he got slapped on the wrist. It's just a you know a fine. All the stuff. The point is, the Conor McGregor gift that keeps on giving to the media to the to the to the combat sports media you know <laughs> so um my point in talking about that real quick is i um i'm gonna be frank you know i'm kind of i'm kind of like that's why i didn't talk about this fight leading up to this fight at all and i don't normally cover mma as you guys know here um but i i just i needed a um I just need a break from, I think everybody needs a break from McGregor and his antics, but you can't take a break from McGregor and his antics because he's must-see TV. Uh, His press conferences are must-see TV. It's just, he's a polarizing guy. He's an explosive guy, and I feel like we've seen his same routine over and over and over again, Uh, how he gets under people's skin, the fighter he's going to fight, um and he does a great job of it i mean he's and this is not the first time we've seen a fighter do this in mma uh boxing as you guys know many moons ago muhammad ali was arguably one of the one of the pioneers of this the the you know the 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 great the late great muhammad ali so um he was a, a massive trash talking a lot of stuff but conor mcgregor he he goes a little further. That's kind of his thing. And he, you know, he did that leading up to this fight. And, there was, you know, in the press conference, it was, you know, Khabib just basically just chilling, not playing into the um, 
the insults and and McGregor going deep on him and insulting him and ripping him and and calling him a fanboy and then he bought one of his t-shirts back in the day and he posted a picture could be on his social media with him and McGregor and and there was a friendship but then then that kind of rapidly ended a kind of a quasi friendship that rapidly ended once McGregor went down to uh, uh, 155 to fight you know in that same weight so that kind of changed the game right and um but in the presser i mean that leading up to this thing um what was that about a week ago McGregor basically was just verbally just roasting uh could be big time like nonstop and Good luck if you're going to try and, you know, bob verbally with Conor McGregor. He's the best. So uh, Khabib didn't try it. He said, I knew this was going to happen. McGregor even tried to get him to drink his, uh, I think he's got some brandy or vodka, whiskey, whatever he has. It's his own company that was, coincidentally enough, uh, Dana White and UFC uh, was sponsored or somehow involved with sponsorship or advertising with, with UFC 229, which might be a little conflict of interest, but whatever. So <laughs> that's their business. So, um, and, and Khabib said, I don't drink. I, you know, he knows that's against his religion, that the Khabib's religion, and he's not, you know, but, you know, it's just it's just McGregor just and insulting him nonstop, ripping him. And Look, that again, that's not reinventing the wheel. It's not the first time we've seen a fighter do that. McGregor definitely goes heavy and did a great job of selling the fight where Khabib really didn't get involved with selling the fight, fight which is kind of bad, you know, but it don't matter. The fucking thing was sold out, and it was mayhem, and the pay-per-view number is probably going to be off the chain. Uh, if people still use that expression, I don't think they do. But um, it was uh, epic for sure. Let's put it that way. I don't know what was more epic, the uh, <laughs> the scuttlebutt on the actual fight and that McGregor lost or the dog and pony show and the, the, the fight outside the cage and inside the cage at the end of the fight. So I'm going to give some thoughts on it. Hopefully we don't have another Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm uh, f- flashback on the Taz show. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm going to give you a little bit of a different take Maybe not as heavy of a take as I did with Holly Holm And uh, Ronda Rousey But I'm going to give you a take So um, look First off as far as the actual Let me re- say this real quick before I talk about the fight you know, as, far as, as far as Conor McGregor Yeah I, I've, I've in the past talked kind of You know heavy against him And like his you know way he comes The gimmick it's a bit it's, it's a work His whole gimmick is a gimmick uh, And he's a genius at it But it does get annoying. It does get played out for me. I'm not saying for you. If you're a huge MMA enthusiast or fan, cool. If you're a casual MMA fan, that's cool too. Whatever. I don't give a shit. If you're from Ireland and you just happen to love Conor McGregor, that's great too. If you're Irish and you live anywhere else but Ireland and you love Conor McGregor, that's awesome too, right? <laughs> that's cool. If you're a Conor McGregor fan, God bless you. There's a lot to be a fan of. He's a very talented guy, um, a very successful guy. I'm just saying the bit for me, the gimmick, for me, for Taz, is kind of stale, but I'm wrong because he's still selling out buildings and he's still a massive fucking draw. So I'm just, you know me, I'm honest out here. I'm just giving my take on it. Like, that's why. But I do respect McGregor, the fighter he is and the athlete he is. I know he lost. I know he tapped. But I, I, that doesn't, to me, that doesn't matter. Uh, what matters is, is his, his success as a champion and as a draw and as a guy who's a hybrid as being a great entertainer and a great athlete. So I will raise the Conor McGregor flag on that and say, meaning a positive flag, saying, hey, 
rah rah conor mcgregor he's definitely legit there's no doubt i'm just saying his bit sometimes to me gets a little stale that's all so i don't want to i don't want people to think i'm just bashing the guy because i'm not i'm not i have i don't know him i never met him i have nothing against him same thing with khabib i never met this guy you know uh at all um i don't i don't know these guys but i'm gonna give you my take so the 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 fight itself you know like if you look at like the first round right khabib controlled mcgregor basically the bulk of that first round i mean on the mat and i gotta say this about khabib you know now i've done you know coming up in this world i've done my good share of rolling around on the mat in a gi and outside of not wearing a gi so i you know i I will say i i don't remember the last time i've seen an mma athlete control someone's lower body with grapevining and scissoring up an opponent's legs his lower body while a man his opponent is on his ass or his back for as long as khabib does and that's what he does and it's very unique for me i'm sure there are other fighters out there that do something similar this guy's gotta be you gotta say he might be the best at it it's a very unique strategy that quite frankly i've i haven't seen a lot of again i don't watch a ton of mma you know but i'm just saying i i've you know my history uh, rolling around and 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 years ago, uh, uh, you know, playing judo and stuff. I, it's very, very, very unique and very, very beneficial to the success and works for the success of Khabib. Because what that does when you can control and you keep cr- basically forcing someone to cross their legs while you're riding them on top and and they're on their back or their ass. You're building that lack that lactic acid lactic acid acid take three lactic acid there you go that kind of builds up rapidly and the blood fills up in those in the muscle fibers in the joints of your quads and your calves and everything and, and your buttocks your ass you know so that that controlling that and forcing that and pressuring that man's lower body like like the McGregor was the victim of in that first round that really takes a shitload of energy out of your body if you're Conor McGregor. And that strategy is tremendous. And the announcers did an amazing job telling that story. They did. And explaining the history of Khabib and that he does this a, a, a shitload of times. And that's kind of his shtick. And that's what he does. And that's his strategy. And good God, I don't remember seeing anybody ever do this. Like, But again, I don't watch every MMA fight in the world. So part of my ignorance on that. But I'm, I was like ultra impressed by that. And maybe this is something that you guys that our fans of Khabib have seen him do a bunch of times, and that's cool. But, you know, I, I thought that was great. And that set a tone. That set a tone, in my opinion, for the rest of the, the bout for the fight. Um, because now I know the fans and attendants, sometimes they're booing because they want action. They want to see guys getting punched or see guys getting Kamoras put on them or, you know, different joint locks or potentially getting ready to tap out or a guy getting kicked in the face. Of course, that that's the exciting shit. Everybody knows that. But. Khabib, he ain't looking to impress nobody. This guy is a no-frills, no-shit guy. He's not an entertainer. He's a fucking fighter. He's a Russian badass motherfucker. That's what he is at a at a buck fifty-five. He ain't playing games. Homeboy's legit. Uh, he is legit. And he it might have been boring that first round for a lot of folks. I personally loved it. And it started from the outset right away, right out of the box in that first round, when he shot a low single uh on, on uh, McGregor. And then just kept that clasp, and then took him down to the mat. And uh, the sick, the single, he held that single leg for a while, and then finally got McGregor to the mat. 
Uh, McGregor, and that's outside of McGregor's, you know, that's not his realm. He's you know more of the striker, obviously. Uh, but um, I, I love the strategy by Khabib in that first round. I thought it was, it was awesome. Very smart, very sound, and obviously very effective. Because you could see McGregor was a tad, I don't want to say shooken, but he was gassed a little bit. And the announced team, they they were questioning, is McGregor tired? Maybe not. Maybe he is. You know, he could be. Maybe not. I'm thinking he was. I think he got worn out. When you have a guy, I don't care. You know, he's the same weight as you, right? So we're, we're talking about guys that are, you know, shy of 160. So if you have, let's say you're 200 pounds and you're on a mat with someone that's 200 pounds and they're riding, their body weight is pressed on you for two, three minutes, three and a half minutes, you know, it's going to fucking make you tired because that's the same weight as your body on top of you, pressing you. And that's what this guy, Khabib, does. He presses and presses his body, and he creates zero air and separation between his opponent in his amazing grappling ability. And that's what Khabib, his grappling, it just, it's it's masterful. I, I'm a huge mark watching how this guy grapples. And there are so many little keys that are so simple that he does. And like I just said, creating no separation of the body, constant tightness of your body into your opponent's body, constantly keeping the head to the side and driving the side of your head and your ear, that area of your of your skull, into your opponent under his armpit, on his rib cage, onto his stomach, towards his shoulder, wherever it may be. To me, that's that's grappling one on one, keeping that tightness, and you keep your weight on your opponent. It's this is not reinventing the wheel. What what Khabib did to Connor in his first round, and it worked massively. I'm telling you, and to the point of. In the second round, okay, at the top of the second round, early in the second round, big fucking huge right hand by Khabib, a you know, punch, nailing McGregor. Uh, and then Khabib, just for a good chunk of that, that second round, was grounded and pounded and beaten the holy dog shit out of Conor McGregor uh, on that second. And just tagging him. Some of those fucking shots was sick by Khabib, and he was talking shit while he was tagging him. I mean, it was, it was, you could see, man, like, it was fucking nasty. And you know, McGregor was in deep shit. He was in trouble. Uh, but to his credit, he hung on and showed toughness. And, you know, he's got a chin. It's not like he's got no chin, McGregor. He's tough. But he couldn't. I was a little surprised that 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 he was able, that, that Khabib was able to tag so quick in that second round McGregor with that shot. McGregor, man, you know, and that's kind of his thing. Like, you really don't do a conventional protect-your-face type of stance. You know, he keeps his hands kind of down. He don't give a fuck. He's gonna, he's a cocky, pompous, arrogant fighter, so he exposes his face. Like, come on, fucking hit me if you can. I can take your punch, and I get that. I respect it's a machismo thing. I got it. I, I'm down. But homeboy here could be fucking lit, lit G up, dude. I'm telling you, man, he nailed him. <laughs> and and a lot of normal fighters might have been knocked out from that fucking right hand by Khabib. But to McGregor's credit, he was able to suck it up, man. But he he felt it. And then, like I said, eventually uh, in that second round, uh, Khabib was able to get Conor McGregor onto the mat and just ground and pound him. And then it, it took us to the third round um, where it was an interesting round because 
right almost from the beginning into a, a chunk of the round, it, it it seemed like both men for a lot of it, it, it told an, a, a great story here because they were both kind of toe to toe and going punch for punch for a good chunk of that third round, uh, the first couple of minutes of that third round. And it seemed to me like Conor McGregor did not have a lot of sting behind his punches where it looked like Khabib did. Okay, so again, through the th- three rounds, if you can't get the theme that I felt or I'm saying, I mean, I, I think a lot of you guys might agree with this. It, it, Conor McGregor was never in control at any point in any, any of this fucking fight. Okay, Khabib was in control the whole night. Okay, so he, he was never in danger, Khabib, never. This was, you know, all the way through. I mean, really, that's just a fact. I mean, I, I don't know. It's in my opinion, but if you watch it, I mean, I don't really see where Khabib was ever in danger. I mean, like I said, in that third round, you know, both these guys were, were going punch for punch for for a good chunk of it. And uh, and it was also kind of, if you think about it, right, uh, there was a part of it where they were just kind of like staring each other down, eyeballing each other, standing up and just trading punches. And it wasn't like, Boom, 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 boom. Like rappy though. It was kind of like boom, 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 boom. It was like, and in between those those lapses of physicality, they were their eyes were gazed on each other, man. Both these two, these two, you know, gladiators, man. It was fucking heavy. I mean, I I, I enjoyed it. I, I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. Um, I like I said though a second ago, I do, I did feel like Khabib's punches uh, definitely had a little more gusto behind him uh, than McGregor to the point of the first round where that lactic acid was built up in the body and the low body. And I think that all that body weight being put on McGregor, you know, tired and fatigued McGregor. So maybe that's why he couldn't bring a lot of the fucking heavy duty punching power he normally has. Um, But, you know, it, it, it brought us into the fourth round. Now, a little bit in that round, I think it was the third round. Shit, I'm trying to remember. I should have wrote that down. The uh the, the 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 Khabib was complaining a little bit to the ref during in the middle of the fight <clears throat> that McGregor was grabbing his his trunks, you know, which you can't do. And and I uh, I think later on, I think it was the fourth round, it was a little pit before the fourth round, and that's where the fight ended, by the way. Uh he was pissed. Khabib was pissed, I think, because I guess he felt like McGregor was kind of, you know, playing a little shady, which I don't think it's a big deal. Look, like, if you're Khabib, dude, just fucking chill and ride the wave. You're you're, you're in control of the shit. You know what I mean? Um, and then the fourth round, <clears throat> excuse me, then the fourth round, um, you know, we, we basically saw where it ended up again, where Khabib took, he ends up taking uh, taking McGregor down to the mat, and then it ends up being at the, the, the fight ends here. The finish was a rear naked choke. Um, by uh, Khabib, and the finish itself, the ta- the finish came via tap out where where McGregor tapped out, and this is what is interesting to me, and I I have some thoughts on it, so just don't rush to judgment when I tell you what you're going to hear the first part of my commentary here. <laughs> just just hear me out, okay? All right. At one point in this fourth round. Um, damn, I should have had the time written. I'm because I I wanted to tell you what time he had. He uh, Khabib had control to the like side control of um. They were kind of standing, uh, kind of standing, maybe getting to a knee of McGregor, and then McGregor went to reach behind 
like kind of so picture if someone has you kind of to the side almost like in a gut wrench almost like a reverse bear hug gut wrench and you try to reach behind to like grab their head or something like that as i'm recording this podcast i'm doing it with my arm if you at that point in that round when mcgregor went to like reach like maybe to potentially grab the head of uh of khabib he stopped and then he kind of he kind of exposed his back more, McGregor did. Now, a couple things I want to tell you, right? A wrestler, a, a, a fighter, any kind of, in anything in grappling, you should never, and that's why McGregor stopped himself. I think his reaction happened where he went to reach behind to grab the head. That's usually, like, that's a big no-no in any, I don't care if you're a, a, a youth wrestler or a high school wrestler or a collegiate wrestler or, or a, a, you know, if you're if you're on a mat and you're rolling, jiu-jitsu judo whatever any grappling you don't want to reach behind when you reach you're really exposing your whole upper body and your wing your arm it's that's a you're you're in trouble like you're like opening up like a whole fucking can of worms where you can get fucked up so mcgregor did catch himself there but my point in this is he kind of mcgregor kind of gave his back he gave his back up like he exposed the back of his head now the rear naked choke didn't come immediately after that but I, I just thought that was weird. I mean, I, I, you know, but again, it's easy for any of us to watch the fight if we're home or at a bar or with friends or having a beer or two and a fucking bag of chips, or whatever the fuck you're doing, sitting there pounding vodka. I don't know. But and we could armchair quarterback a fight. This guy, McGregor, no matter how much of a legend he is and all his greatness, he's still in the heat of a moment and his adrenaline's flowing and he knows this guy's getting control. So he's trying to. You know, so that part I I get, but so where he stopped himself from reaching behind. But the thing is, um, the choke came where the clasp on the rear naked choke was on the chin. You know, McGregor did the right thing, kind of tucked his chin. If you feel someone's fixing to choke you out, you usually want to get some wrist control to prevent that on your windpipe, and you want to pull that person's forearm or grip or their hand, whatever, or their bicep away from your throat, your esophagus, your windpipe, so you don't get choked out. Now, you know, when you're fatigued sometimes, it's easier said than done. You really can't do that. So, uh, but McGregor did the the second most important thing is that's kind of tuck your chin. So you use your head and your chin to protect your throat to avoid the choke. And he did that. And what happened was, and even Rogan said it, it's on the chin before the tap came. And I thought that was interesting. You know, the ch- the choke was not the choke was not on the right on the man's throat. Like it, it was on the chin. The bulk of uh Khabib's forearm and, and, and bicep area there was 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 that's where it was. I mean, it was clear as day on 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 you know on TV or anyway, anywhere you look, you find it, you'll see it. So I'm not implying or saying, um, all right, this was a worked finish, nothing like that. Not, that's not even where my brain is. I think what happened was I think McGregor, this is maybe a slant maybe no one else gave. I don't really pay much attention to what other people say. I just kind of stay in my own lane. Um, I think I think McGregor was a little tired. I think he knew that this fucking dude was controlling him uh, for, for four rounds. And he, you could feel now if you've never been, if you never put a choke on someone or any kind of a, you know, a joint lock where you know how to clasp and you feel your own power, where you have someone like really have them, 
it might be tough to understand this. Now, I'm not suggesting anyone grab anyone by the throat like your buddy. Don't. Don't fuck around with it. It's actually very dangerous. So don't be stupid. Um, and I've also been in a position where I've had guys have, you know, where you're fixing to get choked out. It's a really fucked up feeling. And it comes and it happens quick and it's the shits. So I feel, this is just my conspiracy theory, that McGregor felt like, fuck, I can't, I can't break this guy's grip. I'm, I'm gassed. I got to live to fight another day. Um, I, I got my chin down, and this fucking guy is stronger than I thought. And homeboy has got all his weight on me, and he's clasped up on me. Uh, once my chin moves or he slips his grip under my chin, I am fucking going to be lights out, and I got too much pride, and I don't want to be choked out. Nothing. So he tapped out before that happened. And and I, I personally don't have a problem with that. If you don't have the energy and you know you got to live to fight another day, if you're Conor McGregor, now again, I'm not I'm not speaking for the guy. I'm just again giving you my opinion. I do think that even if he wouldn't have tapped there, even though it was on the chin, and which hurts by the way, like a motherfucker, someone's pulling your whole lower jaw into the back of your fucking skull. It's not a fun feeling. <laughs> so there's ways to get. You know, have a, a you know rear naked choke put on you, or a front face lock, or you know any kind of a, any kind of a, a, a you know a lock that a, a joint. Uh, I mean, a lock that controls your head and neck and skull. It don't just it doesn't just have to be on someone's throat for your air. So, um, it it could have just been extremely fucking painful too that he's about to get his fucking jaw broke because this kid is that strong. I don't know I mean, while he's fucking you know rearing back and, and and trying to rip his head off so that could be another reason why i tap maybe it wasn't that okay i'm gonna get choked out anyway here but no matter what you could see the control the complete power and control that khabib had on mcgregor you could tell dude it was clear as day and even if he didn't tap it was coming because all he had to do could be but slip that thing underneath that chin eventually and it was lights out for mcgregor but mcgregor did not get choked out in air quotes out out he he tapped out so um bottom line though for me and then i'll get into in a few minutes here what happened after the tap out um i enjoyed the fight um if you didn't see it get it somehow some way i i had no problem supporting it and paying for it well i was i was actually at someone's place and they pay for it so i didn't pay for it so i shouldn't say that but i i, I offered to give money but I have a lot of very successful friends, and they have tons of money. So uh, I have to Venmo this guy. But anyway, um, <laughs> so <laughs> no, no, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the fight. I thought it was good. Um, like I said, Khabib had control the whole night, uh, every round. Uh, it definitely seemed like the people behind McGregor. It was fucking packed, and it was an amazing atmosphere. It really was. And it was great, not just for UFC, but for the MMA world and the MMA community. It was awesome. I mean, it really was um, for sure. So um, it, it was it was definitely, uh, definitely awesome. And like I said, I will get into uh, what happened the post fight uh, on the other side of the break here on the Taz show. So all you got to do is sit tight. I'll be right back. Taz show. All right, Jobbers. All right. All right. All right. 
All right, all right. We're back here on the Tash Show. Hey, the Tash Show is supported by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, introducing their all-new Rate Shield approval. And do check this out because it's legit. If you are in the market to buy a home, well, Quicken Loans will lock your rate for up to 90 days while you shop. That's a big deal. That's something that's very important. That's something that's very cool. Gives you a lot of, like, takes some stress out of you, you know, if you're in the market, so to buy a new home. So Quicken Loans, like I said, they will lock your rate your rate for up to 90 days while you shop. That's pretty badass. That's good stuff. So to get started, simple. All you have to do, very simple deal here. Go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. Rate shield approval, only valid on Certain 30-year purchase transactions, additional conditions, or exclusions may apply based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records, equal housing lender license in all 50 states, NMLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030, and that's what they call a, excuse me, rocket mortgage. So, uh, what was I saying? I'll get into the rest, the post-fight of what happened here with uh, with the deal. You know, what we saw at UFC, uh, with the UFC last night, like I said, which was trending uh, like the Dickens. It was crazy. So it was definitely a, a great thing uh, for the MMA uh, world, for sure. Uh, real quick, though, I want to um, I wanted to give a little shout out to uh, my man. You know, back when I was doing live video, uh, as you guys know, I was um, we always had championship belts behind us, like world titles. And. You know, I've talked about this man uh, more than once on the Taz show and promoted his business. And I want to talk to talk to you again real quick about him, Dave Milliken. Okay, so give Dave a follow if you're a fan of wrestling belts or any kind of belts uh, for for MMA or boxing or whatever. But, you know, they do mostly wrestling belts. Dave's been doing this for a long time. He's the ace of belts for sure. So give him a follow on Twitter uh, at Dave Milliken. That's M-I-L-L-I-C-A-N. Dave is a good man. He's down there in Tennessee, the great state of Tennessee. So um, they, he does a great job. Him and his crew uh, do amazing work for a long time. Uh, true craftsman. Um, you know, he, it's uh, it's um, he, he's just, and he's a good person. Not a good guy. He's a good person. He, he really is, and he's a super talented guy. And uh, he's done just so much, uh, so much great work for so many different entities and companies. And and still going strong, and, and he's the man. So uh, make sure you give uh, Dave a follow. I just wanted to give him a plug because um, he's a good guy, and he's been good to the Taz show and good to me. So, uh, I, you know, the least I could do is is give my man a plug. So, all right. So, all right. Uh, the, the deal is the post fight. All right. This is where. So we get the tap out. We get Khabib. You know, hooks the rear naked choke. You get McGregor to tap out. Okay. Big pop. You know, he stays undefeated. Awesome. Cool. No problem. Dude, Khabib then immediately, immediately from tap out, he's fired up. He gets up. He takes his fucking mouthpiece and he throws it at at McGregor's jujitsu coach, uh, Dylan Dennis, and 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 who's on the outside of the cage and then just starts fucking cutting a promo on him. And then just like in two seconds. Khabib just fucking scales the cage, jumps, dives fucking outside to attack uh, Dylan and just fucking, and there's just insanity, cops, security, outside fans, fucking mayhem. And while that's happening, somebody from, uh, I pardon, I don't, I don't have the guy's name, somebody from uh, from Khabib's camp jumps the fuck, gets in the cage and fucking attacks uh, and starts throwing body shots all over Conor McGregor. 
while McGregor just got done fucking in a four-round fight and is exhausted and tapped out. And uh, it was just mayhem in the cage, mayhem outside the cage. And so many people on social media are like, yo, this screams pro wrestling. It screams entertainment. Yes, it screams money. It screams rematch. It screams, uh, can you get a rematch in America? It screams, can Khabib now get a green card to come back in America? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like his visa, I should say. I don't know how that works, but I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of shit going on here. Was this a work, Taz? Was this not a work? Frankly, I don't think it was a work. <laughs> uh, if it was, then I'll, I'll be hooked. I'll be a mock and I'll be hooked. No problem. I'm in. Uh, if it was a work, it was spectacular. I can tell you that. And it was genius if it was a work. Um, the only thing for me, you know me, at times I I will be a conspiracy theorist, a con- conspiracy theorist from the wrestling business. I can't help it. But um, where Joe Rogan uh, is saying uh, while Khabib is yelling and through his mouthpiece, at Dylan Dennis, he's he's saying he oh he's directing that all. I'm paraphrasing. He's directing all of that at 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 the uh, you know at uh, McGregor's coach and the uh, jujitsu coach. Blah blah blah. Dylan, we didn't see that on camera. Now I'm going by you know all my years of being a commentator in wrestling. You you work off the monitor. You look at the monitor. So maybe maybe Rogan because we didn't see that what he was saying initially. So we just saw that Khabib was yelling at someone on the other side of the cage and all this shit. And we, I, I didn't anyway, the, you know, and I don't think that was the feed. Um, so Joe Rogan must have picked his head up and not looked at his monitor and must have looked and, and to see what the hell was going on. Um, that's probably what it was. But that, that was the only thing that jumped out to me because, and then I'm thinking, well, what, you know, I mean, like, I, if it wasn't work, why are you shooting an angle with, with Dylan Dennis? You know, why, why that, that he's, he's a coach, you know, of McGregor? What, there's no need for that. Like, I know it builds intrigue. I, I I just don't think this was a work. I'm just being honest with you. I just I don't. I um there was a lot of heat that thanks to Conor McGregor that he started going into this fight, and I touched on that at the top of this podcast. McGregor does a great job at setting that table, and he did. Um, and you gotta give the man credit on that. That's all on him for sure. So, you know, I I, I thought it was extremely energized, extremely exciting. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, everything just blew up, dude. Just blew up, I mean, uh, when, when this happened. And then I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. <laughs> now I'm starting to think myself into work. This is bad. Um, I'm thinking, well, hold on a second. So, oh, God can't do this but i'll all right well anyway (laughs) what what so like in pro wrestling 101 what i've been taught and what i've done when we want someone forget that someone did a job right away what do we do simple you create a distraction i don't know (laughs) i'm just saying and that's what happened immediately after after mcgregor tapped out you know, uh, uh, Khabib, uh, Khabib, I should say, uh, Normanica Dagoff. I don't say his name. I know some people can say it with no problem. I, I don't want to butcher the man's name. That's why I didn't say it, so I'm being respectful. But um, it's a difficult Russian name to say. I'm not good with Russian names. Turkish, different story, but I digress. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. I, uh, yeah, man, I don't know, man. I, I feel like 
wow, we all kind of forgot about that Conor McGregor just tapped out because it was just insanity outside the ring, insanity inside, I should say outside the cage, insanity inside the cage. And was it big, a big, you know, a big distraction created uh, by design? Was it an angle shot to go into, a, and, and I believe they, they already want both, you know, they wants to be there, uh, uh, what do you call it, rematch, whatever. So um, uh, we're going to get that, you know what I mean? So I don't know where or how or whatever. I mean, there's definitely going to be fines. Um, there's definitely going mean, to be criminal acts here. You're going outside the cage like that. I, I don't know what the hell's going to happen here. I mean, I, as you're listening, the news might be out by now. But while I'm recording this, I didn't hear anything. And I did my research. And uh, so one of my producers did also. So I, I don't know. But um, but uh, what do you call it? McGregor definitely call, calling for a rematch because he broke his silence. Uh, uh, I think it was the day after. So, uh, you know, the, the fight. So, you know, um you know, it should be uh, if somehow in this world, somewhere in this world, they get these two guys to do another re- do a rematch on this. UFC is going to make more bank than maybe they've ever made because this was tremendous. You got McGregor gets his second defeat in his UFC career, um, you know, via tap out for Khabib. And, um, uh, you know, to Khabib, that's just, you know, he was 27 and 0, uh, lightweight champion, all that shit. And then who the hell's going to beat this guy right now? He's cooking on all, on all cylinders. So, uh, you know, I guess we'll have to see what happens here. I mean, um, uh, I definitely think there'll be a rematch. I just don't know if they're going to be able to do it in America. I don't know what, how that works uh, with these fines and stuff, with, with visas. And, you know, if they, you know, they, 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 like I said, who knows? Um, it's, uh, it was awesome. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, the, 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 he, I'm McGregor now. Okay, he got attacked in the ring, you know, and that, that even got worse. I mean, it's tough to see what was going on. Uh, but he didn't want to press charges, I think, on the two or three guys that attacked him. Uh, they And they all got arrested by the Vegas police, uh, yeah, but later were released. So McGregor didn't want to press charges, which is like, that's cool. I mean, I, I get that, you know, it's a, you know, men, you know, if we're in a fight. I'm not looking, you know, you, you want to attack me or jump me. You know, fighters, a guy who's a fighter, fighter, and I don't just mean an in-ring boxer, a fighter, you know, you're not looking for the police to get involved. You know, well, I'll deal with it. Could be that. It could be, uh, you know, he, you know, I don't know. He did not want to press charges, um, McGregor. So, I don't know. The whole thing is not just good, but great for the UFC. And Dana White is basically saying that that Khabib could be stripped of his lightweight championship after he jumped out of, out of the cage, you know what I mean, out of the octagon. So this, again, as I record this, we'll see what happens. I mean, you, again, like I said, not to be redundant, you might know already as you're listening to this, the news might be, the dust might have settled already. So, you know, again, this is a podcast, and I'm you're not listening to this live. So, uh, but that's the deal. So, look, at the end of the day, uh, 229, UFC Jones, it was awesome. Uh, I loved it. I loved what happened in the main event. If it was uh, at the angle, if it was an angle at the end, a worked angle, good for you guys. It was great. I don't think it was. Um, I don't, but I, you know, I did put a little doubt in my, <laughs> my theory because, like I said, uh, you know, usually if someone taps out or someone loses, like you want to create a distraction so you forgot that they just lost. Not that everybody's going to forget that Connor tapped out. I'm just saying it, 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 it's 
it creates like a, a, a smoke screen. Uh, maybe this thing got out of control. Maybe some of it was. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't want to pass judgment. Whatever it was it was great. I don't think it was a work though. I don't. I'm probably just giving you some food for thought. That's all. But it definitely was a fun, a fun watch for sure. And it was. It's good for good for MMA. And good for UFC. So good for them. That's awesome. Uh, I think that's great. Uh, so that's the dealio. Listen, I appreciate you guys downloading this episode of the show. I uh, got a couple more coming at you this week, as you guys know. Drop free every week. Taz show, always cooking. Uh, and make sure you spread the word of the show, guys, please. And thank you for all the support, all the recent downloads, the past downloads, future downloads. Without you guys, there is no show. And subscribe to the show if you haven't, please. I worked very hard at this for a lot of years, uh, going on over 600, well over 600 episodes. Not the boast, but at times that will boast because I'm the fucking man. All right, look, that's it. I'm Taz. You're not. Adios, guys. Do well. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing Trying to stay